Welcome to Listoff. I'm Ozzy. I'm Nat, and today we will be listing our top five favorite cartoon dogs. And we was this is animated dogs, TV and film. Mm -hmm. uh, we tried not to have comic book dogs. Certainly, nothing that was uh, exclusively from the cartoon or comic book realm. Yep. So this is animated dogs. Animated dogs. Ozzy, would you like to kick off? Now you start. What's your, your what's your what's your first one? What's your number five? Okay, my number five uh, of my top five cartoon dogs is Huckleberry Hound, and that's and that almost feels like a kind of quaint oldie one. But when I went to do the list, I threw out much more obvious ones. And I kept putting other ones in and taking them out. And Huckleberry Hound is one I kept coming back to as the sort of um, almost southern, almost kind of what seems almost like a kind of American uh, sort of Yankee Civil War era dog that he seems to represent. And him sort of, I was, I became aware of the song, My Darling Clementine, because of Huckleberry Hound. Uh, as well as like the Western and things, it feels like I think of that more often. It's had more of a cultural weight, Huckleberry Hound, I think, on me than many probably other more obvious cartoon dogs might have. I think of Huckleberry Hound a lot. He's from the Hanna-Barbera stable. He's a blue dog, which uh, I guess, again, represents a kind of Yankee um, I'm maybe thinking too much into this, but I sort of feel like he represents a kind of Yankee kind of uh, Virginian kind of Southern American dog of, of the Civil War era. And I kind of, um, and yeah, I, I couldn't not include him. He was sort of, I thought he would be like an also ran in my list, but then when it boiled down to it, he had to make the list. Couldn't leave him out. Number five. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, re I remember him being good in what was the show that just collect had loads of them? Was it Treasure Hunt? Oh, um, oh yes. What was that called? Maybe it was called Treasure Hunt. Um, yeah, there was, wasn't there? What was that called? There was the there was the Laugh Olympics. That was the sports one. Um, or Laugh Olympics. Yeah, Yogi's Treasure Hunt. Yogi's Treasure Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good in that. I liked him. He had his kind of broken kind of guitar and things, and he'd play, he'd play uh, always My Darling Clementine, and no one would like it and enjoy it. He wasn't a great singer, but I liked him, and I respect him as a dog. Not that big a fan of real dogs, but I like a cartoon dog. I'm not a fan of dogs really at all, but I like cartoon dogs. If you could have a cartoon dog as a pet, I definitely would. Although not necessarily one of the ones on my list. I like them as characters. I would don't. Maybe we should think about that at the end. Maybe we think end, about we'll, we'll, we would have as a, a pet if we could actually own. Pick one to have. As, one of the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, in a Roger Rabbit kind of mixed media kind of world. Um, yeah. I, my number five. Mm -hmm. My number five is one of the latest modern newfangled cartoon dogs um, is Doug 
from the film Up. Oh, if you remember, he's he's a he's a dog that they find. He's like a golden mm-hmm. retriever, and they bump into him in South American wilderness, and he has a translator collar that translates mm-hmm. what he's thinking into words, and he's just one of those great Pixar characters. Everything he does is perfectly pitched. And uh, that's the kind of like, it's very real doggy apart from the translator. And yeah, the- I was going to say, it's almost like he's got the thing Pixar do. He, he comes across much more like a real dog than a cartoon dog. Yeah. I, 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 I would have him as a, as a pet. As a pet he's, 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 he's a decent one for that. Um, but he talks a lot, you know, but um, yeah. And he's always chasing squirrels, but it, it, that's like the most dog-like on my list. And the second most recent as well. So, Doug from the film Up. Okay. My number four is another from the Hanna-Barbera stable. And I thought I'd try and spread these out more, but it's just the way they they fell, is Muttley. Muttley from the Dick Dastley and Muttley show. Uh, Dick Dastley and his flying machines, the wacky races. Uh, Dick Dastley's assistant, but he's always kind of got the upper hand. He knows, he laughs it off. He's like a hyena-ish dog. Uh, He is, again, I guess he represents a kind of slightly anarchic dog-like character. But actually he's kind of, but he's also quite chilled out. He finds it all funny. But it's like he kind of watches from the background. Yeah, um, he's, he's he was probably my favorite as a kid, actually. Like uh-huh. any any show he was in, he'd be the best thing for sure. Like the yeah. thing that I, when he laughed, it was, you know, the best, the absolute best. He he kind of feels like in a gang, it would feel like there probably often is someone like that who is just kind of amused by events. And it's just kind of like nodding along and being like, and also it's the idea that he's kind of a bad dog in the, in the sense of like, he's on the side of the villain. Yeah. Except for you never really get the impression that he's, he's invested in any of the big dastardly schemes and he's just as likely, but there's a sort of, it shows us a kind of loyalty there because he's just as likely to end up falling out the sky, getting hurt. Um, so there's a loyalty there, yeah. even though you don't get the impression he's got any investment in any of Dick Dastardly's schemes. Um, he's just as likely to end up with some like wooden wings that he's trying to bat frequently just to keep himself aloft. But and, he won't and, do. He, and he doesn't get the credit that he wants because Dick Dastardly is always saying, you know, like, ah, they're, you know, they're falling into my trap. And he was, and Muttley will go like, and he goes, Ah, trap, Muttley, ah, ahs. You know, so he's always having to correct him, you know. Exactly. And even Dick Dastley refers to him as a, uh, you, uh, uh, you flea-bitten, cloth-eared hound. So it's like kind of, it's not even like a, particularly, it's not a good relationship. It's not a, it's not a healthy relationship to be in, I think. I guess that's a, a, a nod to the loyalty of dogs. They will be loyal to even the bad exactly. owners. And that's... Exactly. That is... That is a good point. I think many serial killers had dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right. My my number four is mm-hmm. Eugene the Jeep from Popeye. Ah, 
Good. So this is the one on my list which did start in a cartoon strip, you know, comic strip. But, um, you know, 60 years before I was born or whatever. So by the, you know, I, I, I never read, I've never read a Popeye comic strip in my life, but in the Popeye cartoons, whether they were ancient ones or, you know, Popeye and son that was, you know, pretty new then, I guess, or I felt like it. Um, but the Jeep was just always, me and my sister would just find the Jeep hilarious. Uh-huh you know it doesn't look like a dog at all it's not a dog it's a jeep they they used to say you know, it's a bit like a dog but it's more like a jeep and uh yeah. you know it could say jeep and it could make things disappear i think and in my head i'm i i, I think his nose is a cross right is that right is it is the way no, it's he's drawn got like a sticky out nose like that i had a toy oh, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, toy yeah, yeah 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 yes yeah I think that's a I think that's a good addition. I like that. Yeah, but very much the role of the role of dog he would play yeah. in there. He gets I've seen the first I, I, re, I went to check it out and I watched the first one where he appears in the in the cartoons, you know, in the Fleischer brothers, you know, cartoons I think they're like 1930s or something and he he's uh he's left in a box outside Popeye's door and he gets him out and he's like, "Oh, a puppy." You know, and that, that's, you know, takes him aside and that's it that's the explanation but the, the popeye is, a, is an underrated cartoon anyway i think it's a i like i like all of popeye I, I think there's something about it that just appeals to me and he's kind of you know it's that i guess in a way he's sort of superheroes before superheroes isn't he mm. he gets extra powers when he eats his spinach yeah um yeah, I like I like all that stuff. I like the Fleischer Brothers Popeye cartoon. I like, yeah, I liked Popeye a lot as a kid as well. It was it seemed to be on all the time. And he has, I know they made a movie. What did they make the movie version? I think it's about nineteen eighty. Yeah, and then but they 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 I read that they you know Jeep isn't in the movie right. Jeep's not in the movie, and some of the Jeep things were like Sweet Pea has some of the Jeep characteristics right. And then they were going to make another Popeye movie in the two thousands. Um, and then they canned it. So I feel like he's he's slowly slipping out of consciousness, uh, you know. But he was still a huge character when when we were kids, you know. Yeah, I also like Popeye and Son. I, I imagine for Popeye purists, that's a bad cartoon. Whereas I got I had a lot of time for Popeye and Son, and it's very Beach Boys inspired theme tune that I respond to, and very much in keeping with the the tone of the series. It's like. Yeah, that's the right, exactly the right kind of theme tune to have. It was weird. Like Popeye and Son was definitely superior to Scooby Doo with Scrappy Doo, and uh-huh. superior to Godzilla with Godzuki. You know, sure. all the same. Well, I think all those characters get bad, bad rap now. I kind of, you know, as a kid, I always liked Scrappy. I had no problem with Scrappy. <laughs> Maybe he's I feel like it's the adult eyes looking at these people that grew up with Scooby Doo being yeah. like. Where's the like sixties guys who are like this isn't the real Scooby Doo? It's I'm sure yeah. we do the same same thing now. But yeah, especially like the Jeep in the you know the Popeye in the Army series. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was good. That was kind of like Popeye meets Mash. It was really good. Yeah, <laughs> good show. That's a good show. <laughs> oh, what's your number three? What one's up next? Number three. My number three is a great cartoon dog that could be a lot higher. And it is droopy. I mean, like, just 
absolutely. Like if this was number one, I would totally understand it. Like it's, it's, uh, he is, um, you know, he's always very, very sorry. He's sorry for himself. Sad sack dog. Um, things happen around him. He doesn't influence much of what's happening. He drifts through life. In some ways, he's probably the dog on the list that I probably relate to the hardest. <laughs> um, he's a kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say he's miserable. I think he's kind of just kind of, things happen to him. He's not really, he doesn't have a lot of agency. He, but what he does have, he has a lot of charm and a lot of, um, like warmth, despite the fact he doesn't give out a lot of warmth. But I think he kind of, he sort of engenders a kind of warmth in in you towards him. Um, and he's from Tex Avery, I think he's uh, droopy. So I think he comes from an old school, but he's a more, I guess, one of the later additions, I think, to the sort of Tex Avery canon. Um, and I guess that's about it, really. I mean... I have, a, I have a lot of time for him. It feels like he could have been much higher and I would have almost thought about... When, when, as soon as he went into my list, I was a bit like, well, we're probably not going to top Droopy, but I have with two others. <laughs> All right, let's crack on then. My number three is the most recent addition to the list. Um, he's sitting behind me um, in the form of my children's toy. It's uh, Dougie from the show hey dougie which is a really good new uh kids cartoon for little tiny kids it's kind of the first show that my my kids were into when they were you know kind of two or something um one and a half i don't know and and it's 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 written to entertain adults as well but not in the way that some kids films are like these are dirty jokes for adults anything nothing like that it's just it has references and the way they it's like they've gone if this is going to be funny it could be funny for everybody you know and you know they've got the the voiceover from uh, alexander armstrong doing the super plummy person a lot like himself but it, it that works well but the main character of dougie is you know very much my kind of spirit animal being that he's uh you know um he's a scout leader basically he looks after the squirrel club and he's you know he's single-handedly looking after all these kids and i was looking after my kids and and childminding and looking after other kids and it felt you know i could i could dougie was like someone to look up to like you know because he was a lot more you know on top of it than me and uh calmer and uh full of patience and you know you know you aspire to be dougie when you're when you're looking after kids so it's 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 he's you know he's not the best character in the show but he's very lovable and stoic and and uh yeah i like there's not much that my kids would watch on tv that i'm like that's good but dougie is great yeah i've seen very little hey dougie as you'd imagine and what i have seen of it i was yeah you do kind of go oh yeah this is a good show it's really well done it's also very pleasingly designed i think dougie all the characters have got a really nice almost it feels like even though i don't think it is it feels like it's based on some sort of children's book with a real kind of um idiosyncratic kind of illustrator or something yeah no, so it's got really nice looking they're really nicely looking 
designed characters and a really good looking cartoon. I think. Yeah, it's really nice looking. It's all done in flash, you know, it's all done in flash animation, which is generally awful. You know, people, people, all the crap animation you've seen online was done with flash and flash is so bad. Uh-huh. It's kind of slipping out of use now. It's not, it's not such a thing as it was, but they've done a fantastic job with that. I'm sure it keeps the cost low and the team in small numbers. When I was just checking this out, I wanted to check the name of the guy who voices Dougie because all Dougie says is woof, you know, ah, woof. And he doesn't say anything else, but the guy who voices him does a lot of the voices. His name is Sander Jones. And I looked him up and um, I have a Facebook friend in common with him. So I need to go and chase that up and be like, do you really know Dougie? Uh, I was quite excited about that because there's, there is, I think, no chance that I... Alexander Armstrong. Not Alexander Armstrong, this other guy, Sander Jones, who does Dougie himself. It's, he's another Sander, is he? Sander Jones. It's, S. So I don't know if it's Sander or Sander. I don't know. It's a new name on me. Okay. But yeah, no, it's not the same guy. My number two dog is Spike from the Tom and Jerry cartoons. Um, most famous for being, that's my boy. And it's that. I think it's the kind of the pride with which he holds his son, who does very little. And but will not let any harm befall him or befit him. Hmm. The kind of fury he holds Jerry in. You don't even really get the impression that it's it's because it's a kind of cat and dog relationship. He really hates Jerry. <laughs> Tom, sorry. He really hates Tom. Yeah. Uh, but um but I think it's that when when I thought of cartoon dogs, he is one of the people you think, that's my boy. I think about that all of the time yeah spike's kind of impression it's made on me and in the same way i say that huckaroo hound is kind of vast i think of all the cartoon dogs that's the one i kind of think about the most and i think it's it kind of sticks here because it, it has got a kind of human element to it where it is this dog is just loves his son so much yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's actually he, quite a nice character but he's a he's a very tough bulldog you know with a with a with a spiked collar and everything you know he's he's a tough bulldog he's very tough he's scary to 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 tom and everything but he has that he's super soft and lovely to his kid you know you think of him like you know holding him in his big paws and putting him down carefully and tucking the the blanket over him and you know all that kind of thing so he's it's a good a good character to see and he's a tiny character in tom and jerry you know like he's been he's in you know a few episodes here and there but he, he really stays with you and it's another it's another early one i guess for tom and jerry but it's another hanna barbera kind of from a different era of the later ones they've got some good dogs hanna barbera they, they really represent well their dog characters for me my number two is a crossover with your list <gasps> can you guess which one droopy it's droopy 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 He's a hang dog, you know, basset hound from Tex Avery, Fred Quimby school, voiced by Bill Thompson originally. And um, it's just, that's the best. To me, that's like the best. Well, I think maybe my number one choice is the best voice, but you, you can't talk about Droopy without talking about the importance of voice acting in, in cartoons oh. and stuff, you know, like there's, there's two of mine that barely speak, you know, but the best is when it's like the perfect cartoon voice uh-huh. acting you know and droopy just has that you know you just think of him you know like 
you know, just that makes me mad. That kind of, yeah. you know. I would I would say also Droopy would have to appear high on the roster of all cartoon characters, right? Yeah, but, but like he's, he's not... probably the top ten of all cartoon characters. For me, but for you, but he's not famous now. Like he's not. People don't know who Droopy is now. You know, he's not. He's not a big star. We're not seeing the Droopy movie. You know, in three D. You know, it's, he's not. He's not. He's not lighting up the world. You know, I. I bet he's not big on Google Zeitgeist. You know, he's 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 very classic you know under he's understated you know i don't know if i liked him as a kid but i don't know if kids like him that much I, you know i don't know like he 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 start he was a star of cartoons i think yeah and so any of the stars have kind of got a special place i think um i'm glad to see him on your list i i was actually expecting much more overlap um that we haven't seen so far but I wonder. Well, it's, I wonder. it's interesting. I don't, I don't, you know, you've had a lot of Hanna-Barbera. I've, <clears throat> you know, I thought about them all, but I haven't actually put any of the Hanna-Barberas on my list. You know, I think they, uh, yeah, they, I will see, we'll, we'll see what finishes up, but there's some, there's some good ones. Yeah, there. Exactly. It's kind of, I think, given that both of us only have one choice left, we are leaving off some pretty major cartoon dogs. Oh, yeah. I think, I think the biggest cartoon dogs are not the best cartoon dogs, but we'll see, we'll see. What's, yeah, yeah. What's your number one? My number one is Ren Hoik. Couldn't couldn't do it. As soon as you thought think of it, I went, well, it's number one. Genuinely properly funny, laugh out loud, funniest cartoon dog. Uh crazy, mad cartoon dog. Um uh, sort of insane. He's a chihuahua. Um, uh, one of the best animated cartoon dogs. Um, when you talk about anarchy, it's not. He's not anarchy. He represents like fury, like anger, rage, uh, rage um, and funny with it because he's coupled with someone who is the opposite of that. And it just makes him all the more angry. Um, and as soon as you go, oh, right, of course, yeah, right, immediately you go, well, number one, I couldn't put him anywhere else in the list and feel like I was giving an, an adequate place for him other than it being in the top spot. I've got to, I've got to uh, say here that my number one is also Ren Hoek from Ren and Stimpy. He just... I I didn't think of him straight off because I was like I kind of went through from the top down so I was like Goofy, Pluto, you know, Snoopy, yeah. these kind of characters and then I was like as soon as I kind of got down in my list in my head and I was like oh what about more recent things and I was like Ren and Stimpy it just was there as number one because I mean I don't know how old I was when they came out like you know 12 or something I don't know but that you know that it was like nothing you've seen before, you know, because it was part of that kind of cartoons for older kids, you know, to, for teenagers kind of thing, and Beavis and Butthead, that kind of era. But, but it was also like you'd think, seen things you'd seen before, unlike Beavis and Butthead, which looks like trash. I mean, it's got its charms, but it, Ren and Stimpy is one of the best looking animated 2D things ever made. It's right up there with the yeah. Tex Avery's, you know what I mean, and the classic Disney's and that kind of thing. So it, 
everything i mean the only thing is if you go back and watch the episodes now they're very slow they're very mm. slow it's shocking and they're long and slow that's kind of shocking because everything that came after them the kind of nickelodeon and all those kind of they kind of tightened it all up and everything and pitched it more to kids but so ren stimpy is kind of slow but it's just brilliant i mean he's he's you know all through from when it came out me and my sister would just we'd, we'd tape every episode you know and watch them back in the week you know we'd just be everything would be like you idiot you know <laughs> you know smacking people with your giant hand you know <laughs> And you know, Stimpy's rubbish. I mean, but that's that's what he needs to be. You know, no one's going to put Stimpy in their top five list. I mean, no, Stimpy is rubbish. But that's fine. You know, like it's just fine for Stimpy to be rubbish. You need that. And he kind of exists just to be a foil. Yeah, he's just, that's what he's for. Yeah, he exists because of Ren. Yeah, and you, I mean, you know, John Quickfalusi drew it and did the voice of Ren. You know, like you know, I mean, he's. I mean, it, it's it's such it's also just I'd say of the others, even though you'd say that's a funny dog. If I think of Ren Hoik, I'd be I I I'm nearly laughing. Yeah, it's just it, yeah. There's something so funny about everything from the way he's drawn, the idea that it's kind of even the design of it even being a true hour, but it's so far away from a true hour. It doesn't look anything like a true hour. It needs like pot belly, his little arms with his massive hands, you know, like little face with his little beak. beak yeah i mean it's just ah <laughs> oh, man and the way he switches not just from the rage angry stuff they're like ah oh, stimpy my old friend you know he gets like really like and he suddenly gets all really super nice and ah oh, it's just amazing it's amazing I mean, yeah i can't i couldn't put him anywhere else no. i mean it's like kind of it's the top dog literally it's the top, the top dog. dog and he, he you know he's very much like standing on the shoulders of giants you know what i mean like he's it's all of cartoon history that goes into making that and it riffs on all those earlier things you know the theme tune and everything it's like it's a tribute to all the cartoons that have gone before but if half of those cartoonists could see it they'd have been probably horrified because it was you know gross and <laughs> you know obscene and whatnot but oh, it's just the best the absolute but i'm really glad we've coincided on number one that's great yeah will it be the kind of thing that if i hadn't thought of it and you'd said it I just have to throw my list out. Yeah. Okay, we'll, get it. I'll bump all that down one. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense. I think it's a um, it's a consensus number one. Consensus number one. Which, yeah. which in in list of terms means it is just the best one. That's official. That's official. That's official. Um, the best. I think that's our first uh, our first consensus number one. So it is ultimately officially the best cartoon dog. Top dog. Some of the ones on your, all of the ones on your list could have got on my list. They were, they were all in my, in my uh, kind of uh, honor, honorable mentions. Some other ones on my honorable mentions list is uh, Doggy Daddy, you know, Augie Doggy's dad. Yeah. But much like Spike, he's the, him and Spike have the same shtick, but he's like, he, he says that's my boy as well. And he's very proud of Augie, but it's not, he's not as uh, charismatic. On my long list, on my long list. Yeah. Not as charismatic. Um, I do use the phrase "okie dokie doggy daddy" sometimes. Yeah. I certainly think of it whenever I say "okay yeah. dokie." It's 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 there. Um, others that I was almost expecting to see. There's some which I thought would be high, but when you think about it, 
not a good cartoon dog. Dog Tanyan, not really a good cartoon dog. No. He's like a human. He's a human anthropomorphized human character. I, I reckon if I'd watched it more recently, there are characters in Dog Tanyan that might go like, oh, Porthos is good or something, but I'm not yeah, going to go yeah. and watch a Dog Tanyan to find out. I did love the show, but there's not someone yeah. in it that sticks out as like, great. Uh, I've got a lot of time for Scooby-Doo, but he didn't make my list. Um, there's things like Gromit from Wallace and Gromit, yeah. except for I never really, like, I don't know how much I am that feel that warmly towards Gromit. I, I really like Wallace and Gromit, but yeah, Gromit is not that, he his whole thing is that he's very um, aloof and just, you know, rolls mm. his eyes at the camera and stuff and very, like, you know, oh you know, Wallace is doing stupid stuff again. I, I, I love those first couple of Wallace and Gromit animations. I think they're phenomenal. And I would have liked to represent that, but actually I'm not crazy about Gromit. You know, I, I, I did think about that one. Um, I got, uh, you know, Snoopy's not on the list. I mean, obviously he starts in the car, in a comic, comic strip, but you know, you like Snoopy when you're a kid, but he's not the star of, he's not what's great yeah. about Charlie Brown, you know? So I'd have stock uh, on a bird list and Snoopy on a dog list. Very much so, I understand Although, that. Do you know what? what? Snoopy's brother, uh, yeah. his brothers are pretty great. Ah, oh, they wouldn't quite get top five, but like Olaf and what's the uh, the Mexican one called? Yes. Oh man, they're good. And I can't Is remember. That Olaf? Maybe that's Olaf. One, one I feel like I would probably have had if I was older. Mm. But I can't really represent really. Like I know a lot of people a bit older than me have a lot of time for Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, yeah. And I, I like it. I like the I like the the sort of I like the vibe of Hong Kong Fooey, except for I don't feel I can claim it. I feel you've got to be involved in kind of first wave we got a bit of reruns. My cousins who are older would into Hong Kong Fooey, definitely. Um yeah, I didn't even think of that one because it just yeah it wasn't wasn't big in my childhood. Same with same with Deputy Dog. You know, Deputy Dog is funny, yeah. but I didn't get much of that as a kid. We didn't have that. You know, um, same. I I would respect them in anyone else's list. Yeah, because I can see I can I can I can see it. I can I can totally see why you'd be into that. And you got Goofy and Pluto who are in some good things, but mm -hmm. no, they're just not both considered. Both considered. It's weird though, isn't it? Because also that that's that odd relationship where you know, if um, if Goofy's a dog, what's Pluto? They're both dogs. Yeah, is that odd kind of thing about the Disney ones that they? It's difficult to rectify. It's like that relationship. It's like they're in the middle of Animal Farm, where some of the pigs have taken up the roles of the farmers, but some pigs remain pigs. That's an uncomfortable yeah. situation. I find it an uncomfortable scenario. And uh, I think it's worth pointing out that all the dogs on your list and my list are male dogs. And uh -huh. I was thinking about that and thinking that, you know, dogs, women or female dogs are not well represented in cartoons. There's, there's Lady and Lady and the Tramp, but it's not a film I'm, I never saw it as a kid. I'm not crazy yeah, about yeah. that. No. Um, I'd say, yeah, again, I, uh, yeah, I'm not crazy about that film, but I think that does have quite a good selection of, cartoon lady dogs if you're looking for some lady dogs that's probably a good one to go for but yeah i think you're right poorly represented in my list which i hope is because they're poorly represented in the whole the whole animated dog uh world and not just because i've i've made a 
incredibly sexist list. Well, I mean, one of the two main dogs in 101 Dalmatians is is a girl dog, right? Mm-hmm. But I haven't yeah. seen 101 Dalmatians for a long time. I, I have to convince yeah. the kids to watch it. They find films so scary. I don't think they would make my list anyway. Like I've considered these. These, these are all these are all dogs I considered. Yeah, Fox and all been, None of these were best in show for me. Best in show. In, uh, uh, best in show. Ren Hoek is what we're saying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Scooby Doo seemed like another odd one, but like it's kind of a like yeah, sure. I like I like I like him. Yeah. Time for him. I like I like him eating his sandwiches, or not eating his sandwiches and having sandwiches snatched away from him. Ooh. Like. Kind of, you know, I, I'm kind of like, I, I kind of think with Scooby Doo, he's sort of part of the gang, and it's part of the, he, it's it's like he's just part of it. Mm. He's the star maybe of the Scooby Doo show, mm. and yet the whole, it's the whole thing around him more yeah. than it's, you know, you know, I've got time for Scrappy. But I think, I think we made the right choice. We definitely, uh, I think we definitely have. We've got like, we've got the top, uh, officially. Best in show, Ren Hoik from Ren and Stimpy is, is the best cartoon dog. Yeah. Um, people should leave a comment, tell us what dogs we've forgotten, because I'm sure I'm sure we've forgotten some good dogs. Like, it's not easy to go through your cartoon dog mental Rolodex. I find that, I found it a hard thing, I did. thing to analyze in my head. And yeah, definitely let us know what uh, which dogs we've missed. Which ones are your favourites? Um, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe on YouTube, whatever. Um, but basically, we whatever you say, Ren Ren Howick is the best. It's... Yeah, I can't. I, you're not going to say one. I don't think that's going to topple uh, topple Ren. No. You might you might mention someone that's going to make a top five possibly. Yeah. But you're not going to. I don't think he can be toppled. Yeah. Can't be. Um, if you want to leave us a list, your own list or suggestions, a list we want to make, you can list that under your five star iTunes review. <laughs> um, five stars for each item on our list, of course. Yeah. Uh, you have to put five because that's how many we put. You could put five. You could put four for a five thing. It's bad maths. Yeah. Bad maths. Do do the maths. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye.